episode five Catherine's here fucking Yo. shit is real uh <laughs> we're back to like high school homies this is this is <laughs> high school homie territory only on this show apparently yeah because it's just <laughs> been you chris Busson, and oh. andrew clamford that's the three of you oh my god amazing um so and you all have very varying tastes, admittedly. Yeah. Um, but, so I'm excited to have you on, because you're the only person with any real background professionally in music that's been mm-hmm. on this show. Um, obviously, like, Andrew just plays piano... That's it. And then, He's very talented. Yeah, and Chris plays guitar. And they're both talented, mm-hmm. but they don't, they're not like... They've never been involved in like... like They haven't... What I mean is they've never been involved in uh, a music publication. So they don't know yeah. necessarily... The industry. Exactly. Like, I think there's like ins and outs of the music industry that are interesting to talk about that... Not that you necessarily like were involved firsthand, but probably mm-hmm. know a lot more about. Yeah, for sure. Um, and you know, I I've said this. I was actually just on Chris's podcast last night, and I said to him the same thing. I don't <laughs> actually know anything about music at all, and I like <laughs> it's weird that people think I do. Like, I was with a, a bunch of friends of mine. And one of them mm-hmm. was like, mentioned to me that it was striking to him that I like, he thinks I know a lot about things. And I was like, I was talking about music at the time. And I was like, I, I... don't know anything about music. Like any, nothing <laughs> at all. I don't know I, about reading music. I don't know about like notes, melodies. I don't know what things are called. I don't know. Like uh-huh. I'm not like anybody who's coming to this show expecting like anthony fantano too is gonna be <laughs> real pissed when they i was gonna that's say not, yeah that's not me and also <laughs> i don't like that guy he's mean uh <laughs> best teeth in the game yo he what are your opinions on fantano um i think i think he's brilliant in a lot of ways, just in the way that he um, is able to straight up describe music, just in a general sense. But um, when it comes to what he picks and chooses on what to review or what not to review, I think he tends to either go too mainstream or too obscure, and there's like really no in-between. Which I think is kind of a shame, because he kind of misses out on a lot of stuff that's really quite interesting. Um, but I also don't know the process of like how he gets pitches for reviews or how any of that works with him. 
he might just like have a full ability to pick and choose whatever he wants. I think, or you know, I think a lot of it at, at a certain point, at least, I'm. I think it was just through comments, like through requests, because I know that like too. the the video that I that made me upset of his was there's this fucking video that he reviews uh, a. A band that I really likes, uh, first album, I think. Or no, not oh, first album. Okay. Yeah, like one of their later albums. And uh-huh. the review is not good. Really, really bad. Oh. Um, and uh, it was a little hurtful as like mm-hmm. a Fantano fan and also a fan of the band. Right. And... Um, Funny enough, again, it's one of the bands that we're going to be listening to tonight. I think two of the members are members of that band. Mm. Um, But I know that video was by, uh, I think, by, like, popular demand. That he was, like, people were, like, begging him to review that band. So I think some (laughs) things are like that, and then I think other things are, like, um, I mean, who knows? I don't, does he have sponsors? I don't actually watch his videos. I've never watched one in full, except for the one reviewing oh. that band that I like. Um, oh, okay. He does have sponsors. Um, the Ridge Wallet, I believe he was, he was sponsored by for a second. Um, so he may have management. I can think of off the top of my head. He may have management and there may be people like influencing him to talk about certain things i'm sure there are for sure i mean i know i know he's like super into death grips and that's like you know what a lot of people know him for is like a death grips fanboy but well i'm um, a huge that's why i was a fan of his was yeah because i'm like a death grips nerd oh okay. i like music that you hate and <laughs> today we're gonna figure that out um, <laughs> but yeah no um i do i like death grips a lot uh man you know i've never considered until now throwing death grips onto the show because i think death grips is like so you know what i think the i think the meme is dead though you know what i mean like i think the people who are gonna be death grips fans are already and the people who yeah. aren't aren't already and then the people in between like it was just like a meme for because it was like crazy, ridiculous music. And now that meme is dead. Absolutely. Absolutely. And like, I don't, I don't hate death grips. I just, I, I think that I need to be in the right mood, the right mindset to be able to listen to him at all in any sense, because it can, it, it's such alarming music. Well, it's very, um, I'm into like, LSD and chaos and shit. Oh, okay, yeah. (laughs) That's like, I like that shit. It's fun. But like, yeah, I get not liking it. It's fucking like from a, from a, ooh, stop. From an objective perspective, after I just fucking blew everybody's eardrums out, uh, from an objective standpoint, 
it's bad music. It's not good. It's like a fucking guy screaming incoherently yeah. into a microphone while somebody plays like fucking math rock beats into a fucking right. drum kit. And, you know, <laughs> like, it's not. It's batshit music. Yeah. But, um, I think, like, uh, I think chaotic music is fun. I was talking about that. I was talking about that, uh, I was on the Clampered episode that I did, we listened mm-hmm. to, uh, have you ever heard of, um, DOCs? Yeah. Yeah. So they released this real odd album, like at the end, like tail end of 2020. Oh, I didn't hear about that. Uh, actually, a couple of really odd albums. Okay. And they were very, like, It was like chaotic LSD trip music. Very much oh, like okay. in that vein. And right. I was super into it. I played it for Clampert. He was like <laughs> not down at all. He was like, this is fucking <laughs> so weird and bad. You gotta turn this off. Um, right. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, so I think that shit is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, let's get into the episode. Uh, so as you guys know, what we do here is we listen to usually three songs from our Discover Weekly, three songs from our release radar, and then three songs that we are excited about, have never heard, something, whatever. Now, we threw a wrench in it this week, and by we, I mean she, and then I followed <laughs> suit. Um, uh, we're going to do 12 songs. Yes. And... Uh, that seems appropriate, because they're short. So Yeah, they are. It's not like my last episode. Dude, my last episode I did, f- like, four hours. It was brutal. brutal. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it was by myself. I wasn't with anybody. So Holy it was like just shit. me talking to myself about music. It was insane. Oh, my God. Um, so let's do this. We're going to, st- what do you want to start with? Uh, we could start at the beginning of the playlist, if you'd like. We can make our way down, and then, unless you want to shuffle. Well, what I like to we do, can also roast I as we go. The, I have all the music in front of me, obviously, but what I like to do is I like to let you start with your first pick. So if you want to start from, we'll, we'll start from the beginning of the three songs. But if you want to start yeah, yeah, from yeah. Release Radar or from Discover Weekly. Let's start with Discover Weekly. Okay, and that is... Uh, Sometimes I Don't Mind by the Suicide Machines. Okay, cool. So let's repeat that really quick. That is something... Sometimes I Don't Mind by the Suicide Machines. Mm Mm-hmm. Off of the album The Suicide Machines. Yes. Makes you forget everything. There's something there 
So can we clarify, have you heard this? Yeah, I have. Okay, so you've already listened to this. Yeah. Discover Weekly? Yeah. Did you My not... whole Spotify algorithm is completely jacked up. But did you not listen? So you didn't listen to the Suicide Machine before this? Oh, I listened to the Suicide Machine. So I know many songs Discover by the Weekly? Suicide Machines, and this came up as my Discover Weekly. That, you know what? That actually happens to me very often. I don't understand it for the life of Yeah. They just put, like... Should they know you listen to like songs that I've listened to several times already? Yeah. And it's on my Discover Weekly. It's like, what? Do I need to re? Is it my Rediscover Weekly? I don't think so. <laughs> Just a gentle reminder that you might like the song. Well, I already you know, know this. I like. I want Spotify to sponsor me because I think that's the only way I could possibly make money with the show. But yeah. Fuck Spotify. I mean, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> they just have the weirdest algorithms. They're Do you remember how bad Artist Radio used to be back in the day? Oh, it was horrible. Ugh. I mean, it's still pretty rough, but, like, back in the day, it was really bad. Yeah. That's why I don't listen to it anymore. By the way, I'm a suicide machine fan. This is dog shit. Um, yeah, it is dog shit. Yeah, this is hard. Yeah. First time I was introduced to the underground soundtracks, you know, for the Can you repeat that? Because I turned it up. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I discovered the Suicide Machines through the Tony Hawk games. No way. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think that's kind of, I mean, same, but that was, like, for me, through osmosis, right? Because, like, my, uh, my friends, I think, like, found out about, like, Ska and all that shit through those games. Mm-hmm. I didn't have video games in my house as a kid. Oh, so I never okay. got like the Tony Hawk Pro Skater like soundtrack thing, but right. since my friends did, I got that shit. Like, I developed my taste in music through that. I know? see. So it was sort of through that, but through osmosis, in a weird way. Um, so I guess I'll go to uh, what's on my Discover Weekly. Uh. got i have uh some dog shit uh for sure <laughs> dog shit some, some slamming brutal death metal by the name of abominable putridity oh my this God. is what comes up on my fucking shit uh the, uh, the album title parasitic metamorphosis manifestation 
and the song title <laughs> Inorganic Infusion Protocol. <laughs> this is just the make you miserable episode, just FYI. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Reminds me of, uh, what was that? Man. Pig grinder. Pig destroyer. It had, like, pigs screeching on it. Yeah, pig destroyer. Yeah. You're still one of my favorites. <laughs> I got a feature demo. Yeah, you do. They're interesting. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. be the music roast with Lucas. You know, it's funny because I, I would actually like go see this live and like have on and like dance to it. Yeah. It's different there's when you're just sitting down and listening to it. Wrong chance. I've seen this band. Actually, <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, there's a very very strong chance that I've seen this band. Uh, That's funny. And it was probably a lot of fun. And like, this shit is not, like, this shit has its place. I'm not saying it doesn't have its place, but like, it's corny as hell. Yeah, it is. <laughs> this caveman shit, they're like, dun 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 dun. Yeah. kind of person to make that music. How crazy is the ending? Suicide. Do we? Do you have any information on the suicide machines? Do you want me to look them up so we can plug them? Um, not really. I don't think they've put out anything super substantial in like quite a while. No, it says here that since two thousand nine, they only play like occasional reunion shows. I was thinking that was the case. Yeah. However. You should check them out. That was not a good depiction of what they are. As yeah. for abominable putridity, um, 
Oh, and they're from Detroit, Michigan, from the 90s. Um, yeah. As for abominable putridity. <laughs> nope. Let's look them up real quick, see what they're doing. There's definitely not that much information on them. They're from Moscow. Formed in 2003. And that is definitely an accurate depiction of what their music sounds like. So if you're into that, go check it out. <laughs> now let's hop to... Uh, let's hop to uh, Release Radar. Okay. Hold up. So... Go ahead. Hmm. A roasting song in particular from Release Radar would have to be Here Comes the Shock by Green Day. Oh, okay. All right. Interesting. I thought that was... Never mind. I'm not going to say the offensive thing I was about to say. Um, <laughs> go, I am going to say it, but I'm going to wait till the song plays. Yeah, I would. Recently, I mean, the past month. Horrendous. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how familiar you are with Green Day, but when you were. In sixth grade, and I was in fifth grade. Yeah. Uh, American Idiot came out. That's right. And I remember that was the first year we had MacBooks in school. And there was oh. iTunes, and they didn't fucking foresee that we would figure out how to play, like, the three songs off the iTunes library. Yeah. And we would play American Idiot by Green Day <laughs> off the iTunes library. Right. Teachers. And I was a, like an actual Green Day fan. I was too. And then they put out a lot of stinkers the past six or seven years now. Which is what I was going to say. I assume, and I am sorry, I apologize. I have to say this for the love of the show. I yeah. assume this was a serious pick for you. This was not a oh, no. pick. I assume this was a serious <laughs> pick because you were a Green Day fan at one yeah. point, and this was a nostalgia play. That's what I think. Oh no! I mean, I Green Day was really the first band I I loved a lot, just with. American Idiot, and then making my way backwards through their discography. I really loved them. Um, and they were actually, they were my first concert, too. That's interesting. But uh, by the time, let's think, 
you know, they put out Revolution Radio. That wasn't good. They put out the Uno Dos Trey. That wasn't good. No, I feel they like put out- everything after American Idiot was not good. Yeah, I mean, 21st Century Breakdown wasn't great by any means, but there were, like, a very small handful of gems on that record. Um, when you think about, like, Peacemaker, great song, should have been a single. They totally True. missed the boat on that. True. Um, trying to think off the top of my head, Viva La Gloria with the exclamation point. They broke that pop threshold. With oh yeah, for sure. And they went. They started leaning more that way, and you know they mm-hmm. started. That started reflecting first, and like they were picking more poppy songs as singles instead of more punky songs, and you know, yeah, yeah things sort of started to take that turn. Yeah, yeah, big time. Um, and I remember this is going back, and I'll share this anyway, even though it's embarrassing. But I used to run a Green Day blog on Tumblr. And uh, it was wild. It was around the time when Una Dos Trey came out. We were so stoked, everybody in the community. But turned out it was probably some of the worst samplings of songs they've ever put out, ever. <laughs> yeah, well, that happened. I mean, you know, that happens. Um, I want to go back to something you said, though. So you said Green Day was your first concert. Yeah. Let's talk quickly about first concerts. Yeah, I don't yeah, know if yeah. I've ever talked told you about my first concert. It was uh My Chemical Romance. No. Link, yeah, My Chemical Romance, Lincoln Park, him. Project uh, Revolution Tour, right? Project Revolution two thousand and seven eight. Seven. Two thousand seven or eight. Yeah. Um yeah, him, uh, and oh, fuck, not all time low, not a. Uh... Who else was on that tour? It was MCR, Lincoln Park, him, and one Somebody other band. band. The, the vocalist is that dork who used to do like the microphone spin tricks, and at that show he fucking domed himself with the mic. It was hilarious. No, <laughs> it was really fucking funny, bro. Oh my god. See, it's telling stories like that. And one day I'm going to play one of his songs on this show. And mm-hmm. I'm going to get sued. Because he's going to remember this shit. Yeah. There's, That's great. That's a good like, first so concert experience. Or not? And he's going to remember when I said he's a dork. And he fucking hit himself he's in the dork. face. Sorry, I got blunt in my mouth. Um, (laughs) So, but Green Day, I mean, listen, everybody knows Green Day. I'm not going to plug Green Day. Like, you can can find Green Day if you just Google Green Day. It's not that hard. Right. Um, But, yeah, Green Day, going back into their catalog is not bad, for sure. Mm -hmm. Their new stuff, though? No, 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 no. Terrible. Terrible. Not worthy of listening to. So let me get to mine. This is my dorky release radar play. Okay. I have an affinity for a band that is very related to this band that I was just talking about before that Anthony Fantano like really ragged on one time called Twitching Tongues. Okay. Um, they're like a 
hardcore meets like gothic doom metal band they're i mean i can play you a sample of what their shit is it's hilarious hold on one sec listen to this shit oh no where'd it go the song that i was looking for to play as the sample was there and then it disappeared oh here it is okay skip a little bit. like butt rock meets goth meets stone or doom metal that's kind of what i like about it yeah it's like it's like very benign dad metal anyway yeah. anthony fantano very accurately described it as like it just sounds like music for like dudes with barbed wire tattoos to like <laughs> jump up and down in a mosh pit and like bump into each other aggressively too which is he nailed true. it. That's what it that he nailed it. That's exactly what it sounds like, and that's exactly what it is. I've been to one of their shows. It's exactly yeah. what their music is. Um, <laughs> however, there a couple of their members, at least one, but I think a couple are in a band called God's Hate with another guy named Brody King, who's a wrestler, um, and some other folks, and they just put out their first full length. Uh, this week. I'm real excited actually about this. I haven't listened to it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's good or bad. But it's beat down right. hardcore. So definitely you're going to think it's bad. Cool. I-, I told you. This is just. oh, This is just me making you upset. I just burnt myself. Um, <laughs> this is just going to be me making you upset. No I do have some. I do have okay. some fun tracks on here. That we can make fun of together. And to be honest, this might be one of them, because this could be really bad. (laughs) It's interesting. Betrayal has such a powerful grip on the mind. It's almost like a python. can squeeze out all other thought, suffocate all other emotion until everything is dead except for the rage. (laughs) 
sure what to make of this one. Do you not at least understand the fun value of this music to people? I can see it. I see. I see. Yeah. I mean, it really is just like. Well, this is. Things of that nature. That was hilarious. Um, I don't know, dude. I feel like <laughs> I keep trying to listen to more of it as I'm talking about it because I want to digest it. Listen, it really is just like sped up. Like this music really is just like sped up punk music with like slightly more metallic elements, right? But like, whatever these breaks are in the middle are fucking hysterical. This shit's hilarious. Yeah. It's over the top and like stupid. was expecting it to be different than it was before at the end of that whole crazy <laughs> thing, but that, it wasn't at all. Um, listen, I like it, but I can understand why a normal, alive person wouldn't enjoy this. Right, um, right. It's a little much. I see the elements of punk, but... That's also coming from someone who uh, writes almost exclusively about punk, so I'm able to pick up on things like that, but I don't think punks would like it at all. <laughs> no, well, it's definitely like drink a beer and beat up your friends. Yeah. <laughs> um... Grow a beard in five seconds, and and there's definitely like a pretty hard distinction between like hardcore and hardcore punk. You know what I mean? Yeah. At least nowadays. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I felt about that. 
I liked it. You know what? Fuck it. I liked it. That was, by the way, I don't think that I said what that even was. Uh, that was Six Feet Deep by God's Hate off of the now-released full-length album God's Hate. Um, and they are... Usually, like, if I was doing a solo episode, I would go through, like, name all the fucking members and shit, but I'm not gonna fucking do that right now. Go right, look up God's right. Hate. Go buy the fucking record. They released, like, a pretty cool version with, like, some nice cover art. Uh, but if you don't want that, just go on Bandcamp or whatever. For all the... Every artist that's mentioned today, go buy their shit. Unless yeah, you specifically say they suck and not to. I actually, speaking of Bandcamp, I had a really good conversation with um, this musician about how, you know, he mentioned how back in the day we had LimeWire and that was like downloading music from LimeWire was like a big fuck you to the music industry. And now buying music from Bandcamp is like a big fuck you to the music industry. Right. And like it just fosters this amazing DIY environment for a lot of bands that otherwise wouldn't be heard. Right. Um, so like big shout out to Bandcamp because damn. And what they did during the pandemic to support artists, I think that they waived all fees so that artists would get a hundred percent of revenue during the COVID pandemic while they were unable to work, which is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. I hope I didn't just make that up, but I'm pretty sure. No, you didn't. They they pick certain days, a couple times a month. They'll do it, I think, on like a Friday or a Saturday. They'll pick a day yeah. and do it for 24 hours. Then they encourage everyone, like, buy as much music as you can right now. Like, right. it's all going to benefit all the artists, which is rad. Right. But like, you know, not to mention, too, like, people complain, like, oh, well, Bandcamp takes a cut, you know, of every sale. And it's like, yeah, that may be true. Of, not as much you know, as labels. Like, not as much as labels and not as much as Spotify. But with Bandcamp, people don't realize that the money that they're generating goes towards the journalists who write for Bandcamp Daily and are writing articles about artists on Bandcamp. Right. So it's only furthering growth right. for artists that, you know... Right, right, right. Are doing I mean, like, really well. It's fantastic. Well, yeah, Bandcamp is doing a lot for the musical community. I, you know, it's funny. I had like a a, a a little bit of a an argument with one of my girlfriend's friends yesterday about like industry versus artists and like who control or business mm-hmm. versus artists and who controls like the music industry. Mm-hmm. It was pretty hilarious because. It did not end in us agreeing. Um, oh, really? But, uh, I mean, obviously nothing against her, but yeah, it was just one of those things where, like, we did not see eye to eye on the issue. Because my opinion right. is, like, musicians run the music industry. It's not run by executives. Because, like, without musicians, there's no industry. You know what I mean? So, like... That's accurate. That's accurate. I mean, you could also, just playing devil's advocate, you could also play the part of like, oh, what about, you know, people that write songs for other artists? Or what about um, these A&R hotheads who like, you know, sign trendy whatever, you know, like, well, people what do you think writing, about? People who are writing music for other artists are also artists, right? So like they still 
fall yeah it becomes disingenuous though in a way because you you think about you know a a really moving song by i don't know i know taylor swift writes her own songs but like if taylor swift had a song written for her and she performed it and put it out as her own people would be like oh that's kind of disingenuous you know what i mean like you're supposed to be a content creator in a way and you're putting out content that isn't yours so I see both sides of the issue, but at the end of the day, I mean, the music industry wouldn't exist without the actual musicians who are creating it. Right. Um, so that's exactly, that was my stance, her stance, because she works within the business side of the music industry for a yeah. label. Uh, her opinion was that like label executives are the ones who run the industry. Um, uh, but it was more also an argument of like whether or not it's a male dominated industry or not. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So, which is neither here nor there to the conversation that we're having. So, let's get back to your list here. We went mm-hmm. to release radar. Now, let's go to these randos. Okay. Now, what's your first rando? Uh- I would say, ooh, how do I even pick one? Um, just pick the first one of the three that are on the list. Just okay. Those. Yeah, I mean, I always just do it. Go, that way. Yeah, we'll go with smooth. <laughs> Did I miss that? Where am I? Oh no, I thought that was. Hmm. Smooth on? featuring oh, no. Rob Tom. No, 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 I'm dumb. Sorry, never mind. All right, here <laughs> we go. We got Santana and Rob Thomas. Smooth off of uh, Supernatural. That's right. The remastered version. So this should be better than the other Incredible. If you want to steal this, figure out a way to isolate it from this track. <laughs> Pro tip, you can't. That's not the song. (laughs) It's really a perfect song. Fucking hysterical that you picked this song. Why did you pick this? Why? Um. First of all, it's an incredible song. Um, second of all, the story behind the song is also just fascinating. Um, Everybody in the world has heard this song. Yes. Why don't you tell the story of the song over the song? Okay, so long story short, Santana, his career had really been going downhill during the 90s. Um, he had a lot of older fans who were basically dying off and the label at the time that he was on, I can't recall exactly which label it was, but they wanted to really kind of, you know, revive his career. And at that time of, you know, the late nineties, early two thousands, the, the way to do it was collaborating with a younger artist who had younger fans 
Um, and his A&R guy was like, hey, you know, there's this guy, Rob Thomas, from Matchbox 20, and he's pretty rad. Um, he writes good songs, he writes good lyrics. Maybe you could get him to write some lyrics and sing over this guitar thing that you wrote. Santana wanted absolutely fucking nothing to do with Rob Thomas at all. Um, was completely against it. They brought Rob Thomas into the studio. He wrote some lyrics, laid them down. They showed the song to Santana. He still hated it. Did not want to put the song out. Wanted nothing to do with the song. Wanted to scrap it all together. They forcibly told him, you're going to put this song out. And it's going to make you a lot of money. And he very begrudgingly signed the documents away that would release the song, despite the fact that he hated it so much. And long story short, it completely revamped Santana's career in the hugest way. I mean, everybody knows this song. This is probably... Well, this song is, first of all, what movie was this song in? Like, famously. I mean, I know it's been in a ton of movies, but famously it's in, like, a scene of in a, of a movie where some chick is like... Was it, yeah? I think so. Was it Fifty First Dates, maybe? It could be. Maybe. Yeah. Um, it is a great Perfect. song, I will say. It's like kind of like a per like the the riff is kind of perfect. Yeah. Um, Santana's a great guitarist. Oh, he's incredible. Uh, and personally, I've always loved Rob Thomas as a songwriter. As a vocalist, um, as a lyricist, I think he's absolutely brilliant. And um, I think what he did to the song, just changing the whole vibe with his own melody. And um, the song is about his wife, too, which I think is really sweet. Just jamming out. The song it's is making you uh... dance. It fucking reminds me of, um, because my parents used to listen to the song when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. So it reminds me of, uh, for some reason it reminds me of our Jeep, uh, or not Jeep, our Honda, uh, minivan. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> we used to have one of those fucking stupid Honda minivans, and, uh, my mom always used to play this song when we were, like, on our way to school, or really on our way anywhere. We, my mom had, like, my dad was big on making CDs. Like, he would, like, make, okay. like, mix CDs. And yeah. then, like, they would just be, like, in the car, like, a mix CD with, like, a bunch of songs. And, like, that, those would be the ten songs that you listen to all the time <laughs> in the car. That's when awesome. When you think about it, it was, it's, like, a little psychotic. But... It's a little bit psychotic, yeah. especially if you're listening to it over and over and over again. But he did have, like, backup shit. So, like, there would be, like, backup, um, like, like a case, like a fucking, like, big hard case with, like, the little oh, plastic yeah. sleeves. Of through sleeves. it, yeah. And th those would be, like, regular albums. But what was in the CD player was always fucking, um, 
what do you call it? Uh, CD. Yeah, a mech CD. Hilariously. Um, yeah. So yeah, again, everybody knows fucking Santana, so I'm not gonna like plug Santana. Go Google <laughs> fucking Santana. And but shout out, out to Rob Thomas. He actually he lives in Bedford, New York. Really? Which is shout rad. out Rob Thomas, dude. Shout out to his family. Did you yeah. see, tell me you saw that video? It's like what video? Fucking like Tiesto or like some DJ. I don't remember who. Yes, and um, Steve Aoki, I think. No, it's no. It's just him alone. He's at like a rooftop rave, and he's like playing like a thing. And he's like, "2020 has brought a lot of horrible things," but, and then he starts talking about George Floyd. But it's like the in the weirdest way ever because it's like in the middle of this like odd like rooftop rave. So there's like, and it's like a live stream event. So there's like screens of like people dancing and shit. And he's like, oh my so, god, so, <laughs> that's so awkward. I, just gotta, I have to play the audio of it because the audio alone is so insane. Um, yeah. Is it Tiesto? I don't know if it's Tiesto. No. Um, fuck. It's like some other... Avicii? No, Avicii's dead, so it's definitely not Avicii. Yeah. Uh... I'll fi- I I'll find it in a second. But uh, while what were we talking about while I am looking for this? Uh, Rob Thomas. Oh right, I said shout out to his family. Okay, so <laughs> the reason why I'm making that reference is because in this fucking video, oh my god. Okay, it's David Guetta. All right, so <laughs> it's. Uh, I gotta find the fucking thing, dude. It's like... There we go. David Guetta, George Floyd. Fucking go to videos. (laughs) Fucking... Yeah, you can hear it here. This is like the full video. It's insane. You can just listen to the, the audio. Start talking, and as soon as he starts talking, it's weird. All right, people, united <laughs> at home, the world is going through difficult times, and America, too, actually. So Last night, I knew we were gonna do this, and I made a special record. So this record is in honor of George Floyd, and I really hope we can see more unity and more peace when already things are so difficult. So 
Shout out to his family. <laughs> and then like nothing else, just like crazy bass drop. So even though we face difficulties of today and tomorrow, I still have a dream. It is a dream deeply rooted in the American dream. I have a dream. to his family yeah i mean the weirdest fucking george floyd tribute by the way that's the title of that video just fyi is david getta id tribute to george floyd and i believe that's on his own youtube channel uh, really but that uh, is so awkward yeah so fucking awkward so Shout out to Rob Thomas's family. He lives in Bedford, New York. Um, and what uh, what do I have for random songs? Jesus. Uh, for non-roast random songs, I have... This might actually have been a roast song, to be honest. This is a random one. Okay. It's called Pump Fake by Loser. Off the album Never Young. Okay. This is definitely a roast song. I can already tell. <laughs> so who is it then? I remember that one time we had a little tiff on Instagram over you saying you hate metalcore, or on Facebook over you saying you hate metalcore. Oh, right, yeah. And obviously it was all in jest. Yes. But I thought it would be funny to throw a couple metalcore songs on here that genuinely are fucking terrible, just so that we can make fun of them together. But we gotta listen to this. And I actually like, and I'm sure you remember this, is Under Oath. 
Oh, yeah. You, like, confessed that to me. Weirdly. Yeah, I did. Um, Under Oath is one of my favorite bands. This is really bad what we're listening to right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's not a good representation. <laughs> you know what it is? I hate the, like, new metal, like, rap bullshit. That stuff is, like, weird to me. You know what I mean? Like... It's all becoming a thing again, though. Now, because right. um, it, dude, I've noticed that that's like an a- okay, right. It's a trend. It is, and some of it, by the way, is not terrible. Like I can't condone it as behavior, but it some of it is not like awful objectively. Um, yeah. But most of it, rough. Like, rough. Rough, yeah. Um, I don't know if you pay attention to um, the punk rock MBA at all on YouTube. No, I don't really. I, uh... (laughs) We didn't even listen to that song at all. It was fucking bad. I don't know what to tell you. The fucking (laughs) rap shit is... the, the, The fucking, like... And then I fucking take me away. And then something goes up my ass and then it takes me away. And then, like, that shit is fucking so lame, bro. I don't get it. So and the, and the, the frantic, I like frantic vocals like that. But only yeah. when they're in the right place. When they're out of place and, like, weird, it just is, like, it doesn't work. You know what I mean? It doesn't work. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So anyway, uh, what were you saying? The punk rock NBA, he did a, a video recently about um, how new metal and what he calls butt rock is making a comeback right now. Um, you had Papa Roach do a collaboration with this TikTok star very recently. They covered, well, they did a re-release or a remix of Last Resort. Um, and it's like reviving that whole like new metal rap rock thing that went on in the early 2000s. Yeah, it is. And that's just one example too. A lot of other artists that are bringing it back. Well, we have a mutual friend who's, who's, uh, well, friend is a strong word, uh, for you. He's a friend of mine. Um, but he's someone you know. Uh-huh. Uh, Tommy Vinton um, is in a new metal band. Who's Tommy? Uh, scene kid from Scarsdale. Tommy. I don't recognize his name. I'm sure I would know him by face. Yeah, he's like a half Dominican, <laughs> half Puerto Rican. He's from Scarsdale. He was like very scene. Still is, but he's okay. in a band that's like re- get, like garnering relative success right now. To be honest with you, um, and they're new metal, and they're like very new metal. Yeah, 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 like turntables, the whole nine yards, dude. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. interesting. Yeah, big time, big time. Um, but you know, it's fun. I've gone to see them live a couple times. It's fun. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um. So anyway, I believe, uh, I think that like that whole genre really had um, such a huge influence on our culture too. When you think about like Limp Bizkit and you know just the Fred Durst insanity that went on in the early two thousands and the late nineties, 
um it's crazy to think about but like it it totally makes sense why it's coming back yeah crazy times crazy times for music yeah. dude crazy fucking times. <laughs> yeah um especially in 2020 and 2021 when like nothing is going on live yeah you know or everything Absolute. that is is happening like illicitly most of the things that are happening like illicitly and secret you know <clears throat> yeah which secret shows not, or virtual shows or whatever yeah is not i do not condone <clears throat> secret shows that are unsafe don't do that <laughs> yeah absolutely I mean, do whatever you gotta do to make money but like don't, don't be stupid um actually i'd love to talk some shit about a band right now if you don't mind yeah, go ahead. Come on, talk that shit, bro. So there's this band called uh, Stolen Wheelchairs from Philly. Uh-huh. And they got put on a bill for a, quote-unquote, safe outdoor masks required show mm-hmm. in the middle of a fucking pandemic. Mm-hmm. And the dude from... Uh, ramshackle glory i can't recall his name he saw it on twitter and he retweeted it like quote retweeted it and said wow i'd love to get covid from a band called stolen wheelchairs and the thing like practically went viral everyone was retweeting and retweeting and adding their own comments and replying and being like you guys are a bunch of fucking assholes you know like throwing a show in the middle of a pandemic like Right. Oh my god, they must have felt so fucking foolish, and I just like was thriving knowing that everybody was just outwardly making fun of them all over the internet. Right. Well, I mean, listen, it's it's trying times, right? And yeah, we've all had people I think affected. You have, uh. A mother who I imagine, like my mother, is in her 60s. Um, yeah. And, you know, for them, they're in a high-risk group. I have a grandfather who did not, unfortunately, did not make it through COVID. He got it. And he died. Oh, I'm sorry. So, that sucks. Uh, we, I, no, you know what I mean? Like, I I also get, like, I am a, com- I'm a comic. I perform. I love to perform, mm-hmm. but I, mm-hmm. so I, I had that taken away from me by this and it's terrible. It's like terrible. Like it's not fun. It sucks. So yeah. I understand more than anybody, like the desire to want to do that, but like mm-hmm. to be that irresponsible is like, it's like some, ne- it's next level shit. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And like, you know what? The way I see it is this way. If you want to throw a show, do it virtually. People right. will come right. if they give a shit enough, they will pay, you know, the five, 10, $15 a cost for a virtual ticket where they can request songs and do all this kinds of crazy shit, have the right AV stuff set up. It'll, it would be great, but right. like don't ruin and prolong this pandemic because you want to throw some sort of like safe mass required outdoor show. Right. Like get the fuck out of here. And what is that? What the, also, you're just what making the it worse. You're making this like, pandemic longer, and you're making like, it so that a lot of these venues stay closed and these bands can't play. 
Dude, I remember I was watching a video of this fucking show that went down in, like, Pennsylvania, I think, or some shit. Like, it was, like, a... It was supposed to be, like, a charity show, too. But it was, like, an outdoor, mass-required, like, beat-down hardcore show. So it was, like, uh, dudes, like, hopping in the pit, swinging hands with masks on. It's like... Oh, my God. are not... What are we doing, homies? Like, what's going on? Like... That's so irresponsible. What are we fucking thinking? Anyway, yeah. we got a lot of time left, so we gotta fucking we gotta power through. What's your next track? What's your next track? Uh, My next we just track random, is. So you're, we're going back to uh, Discover Weekly. Uh, yeah, we could do that. Um, I think it would be funny if we played Ohio is for lovers. Oh wait, by no, I'm sorry. We're supposed to go to the roast songs now. I apologize. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, Okay, so, uh, definitely Bend My Dick by Fuckface Unstoppable. Okay, Bend My Dick by Fuckface Unstoppable. <laughs> and this is, you said this is Bam Margera. Yes, it is. And this is off the album Fuckface Unstoppable, the deluxe version. So get it right, guys. Get it right. This was his oh, rapping. Yeah, fuck baby. yeah. Margaret Bammy Moy. Mayo on Pasca and Katuna Tuska. Satana. Oh. AKA Fuckface Unstoppable. Yeah. Bet you don't need no ultra nigga for your boo boo got knocked the fuck out. I ain't going out like no punk ass bitch cause that ain't where I am. Yo, check it. Oh, I would've bent my dick to my ass. So I could fuck myself. I would've bent my dick around the back of my ass so I could fuck myself. Oh, hell no! <laughs> You must obey. This is the worst fucking piece of shit. What the fuck am I listening to? Does it not make you like physically cringe when you hear it? First of all, at the end of this, I gotta go back to the beginning. Was he like yeah. talking like fake Jamaican? Like, what the fuck was that at the beginning? That was Finnish. Finnish? Yeah. Hold on. Tapping that ass is my first pick. Fan of fame, the brainy white eel. Know the deal, I'm gonna bend my dick for real. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Bend that dick. Hey, is it on? Can you hear me? I'm gonna bend my dick on my ass. So I can fuck myself. I'm gonna bend my dick around the back of my ass so I can fuck myself. I'm gonna bend my dick to my ass. So I can fuck myself. I'm gonna bend my dick around the back of my ass so I can fuck myself. I'm gonna bend my dick to my ass. So I can fuck myself, I wanna bend my dick around the back of my ass so I can fuck myself. Don't you ever! To my ass, I'ma send a note. To my ass, I'ma bend my rope. I'm a minger machine, you know what I mean? My dick, my ass, bling bling. Now rip your jaws and fall in love And rip your ass from up above Chocolate candy balls and baby Ruth Don't hold back for Mother Goose, yeah Where's the fucking go now? Yeah, wants to tap my ass like a keg Even Novak couldn't even handle it Started looking at me like I'm a faggot Yo, is this about him getting fucked in the ass? What is going on, bro? 
He wants to bend his dick around the back of his ass so he could fuck himself. No, no, no. All right, I got that part. But now there's like a chick involved. So he's trying to get fucked in the ass by a chick now. Also. It's very possible. I mean, that's it's fine. That's fine. But like, it's <laughs> odd that he started out with, I want to fuck myself. And now it's, I want to get fucked. Yeah. Unless he's like, I wish I could, that's how I would like to masturbate, is by getting fucked in my ass by myself. Oh wait, there's a chorus. You get fucked. You get fucked. Alright, now to bend my dick in my ass. So I can fuck myself. I wanna bend my dick around the back of my ass so I can fuck myself. I wanna bend my dick to my ass. contest the ending of that song but i have the pleasure of seeing him perform it live at revolution no. in amityville no. new york yeah no way it was probably it was the most embarrassing sad cringeworthy thing i'd ever seen in my life ever yeah, I mean, what it, yeah. Hands down, ever. Yeah, I would have set off a fucking IED in the place just to make it stop. Like, what are you talking <laughs> about? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I would have prayed a really, really sketchy looking white kid with a backpack walked in. Like, yeah. holy shit, he's here to save us. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, was, it was really fucked up. Dude, I left shit. early that so, night because I couldn't so take watching anymore. Hold on. There's got to be a story. Uh, Behind the song? Yeah. Not really, no. No, no, no. Oh, not behind the song. No, behind... Oh. Fuckface Unstoppable. Oh. Well... He had been doing some paintings for a while. And oh, I guess shit. that wasn't making... I forgot. Funny. You're like a Bam Margera expert. Yes, I am. Okay, it's, go. It's go ahead. not go ahead. my proudest thing Go ahead. but uh i know probably way too much information about him than i should um but he was he was doing some art for quite a while and i guess that wasn't selling as much as he hoped it would so he was like i'm gonna start making music i guess i'll be a rapper and he got really obsessed with like yellow wolf and um i i guess it was machine gun kelly like early machine gun kelly stuff and he was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, make some shitty music, you know, but make it funny, like jackass style, you know, like, cause that fits my vibe. And, um, so he wrote Bend My Dick and that was his first single. Um, that is a, which bold I think move. it's a bold move. As a first extremely single. bold move. 
Um, and then, you know, he, he did a couple of covers. Um, he did a cover of Big Nose 1 and 2 by Clutch. Um, he did... What else? Are you... By the way, are you a Clutch fan or a Clutch hater? I'm a big Clutch fan. Nice. Yeah. I just featured Clutch on the last episode. Oh, that's rad. Yeah, I'm big into Clutch. I, I wish I knew more songs, but I feel like their discography is so huge and I get a little bit overwhelmed by it. It's deep. It's deep. But I really like... um. What was that one record they put out sort of recently? With uh, X-Ray, X-Ray oh, Vision uh, on it. Fuck. There um, was a song of the same name. Sweet Death in Texas is on it and all those fucking... Yeah, yeah. Hold on, I literally have it. Like, no, I don't have it there, but I can, if I go on fucking... It's got the red on it with like a cannon or something on the cover. No, no, no. It would be Psychic Warfare. Yeah. Yeah, Psychic Warfare is rad. I really like that record. Um,. But they have a lot of, like, really good songs. Like, every time I start diving into their discography, I find another song that I'm like, wow, like, this is really rad. Well, they've I spanned mean, a lot of genres. Like, they've made, like, sort of, like, sludgy, like, doomy stuff. And then they've made... Yeah, like, some, like, stonery kind of stuff. Like stonery stuff, yeah. Like, a lot of... They've gone through, like, a lot of different genres, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, mm-hmm. even, like, they've been featured on, like different like neil fallon's featured in like mastodon songs and stuff like that so they like span like a lot of different cool um genres yeah um, are you familiar with their song earth rocker by the way yes yeah okay. yeah that's all um, the rules well you would think it was pretty sad slash funny that um Bam Margera actually covered Earth Rocker, or he had a. Is there? Can well, he I did find cover that? it, but he also he also had a band that he started Stop. called Earth Rocker. He basically can stole I, the whole clutch thing and started can I that. Find that right now. Yeah, you can go ahead. It's probably on YouTube or something. Is it not on Spotify? Um, I'm looking for it. Let me see. I don't think it is. I think it's on YouTube. That sucks. But we can find it on YouTube. Yeah. But yeah, he basically stole everything about Clutch and started a band based on Earth Rock. Iceland's his favorite place. I'm going to build him a skate park. You don't have to be a musician to be an artist. I'm not going to take any shit from anybody. I know what's going on. I got set up. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, here we go. (laughs) 
This is a live version, too. Yeah. Where the fuck are you, Bam? Get out of here, mate. Oh, dude, this guy's... Bam! <laughs> Bam, get out of here, you... Holy shit, what the fuck is going on? This is the most chaotic... Get the fuck out. Right, right, fuck it. You know what? Fuck it. I'm coming in. It's hell on wheels. Get out of here, you bastard! Yeah! Sienna! Oh, 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 yeah! Oh, 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 yeah! Let's go! What's this about? About living! Sorry, I don't hear enough! What's this about the TV limit? Sorry, I don't hear enough. Well, I'm taking our shoes to the rear of food. Act all poor and defeated. Something about down the blue who loses. This is unreal, dude. It's what ungodly bad. Alright, I'm just gonna move right along. By the way, every other band musician artist that i've spoken about tonight i condone you supporting <laughs> do not under any circumstances give bam margera more money for crack Don't do not can do it please he's begging for money right now for his own health and safety do not yeah. give him any more money for drugs and alcohol. It's he's no. off the rails, dude. He it's needs killing to have him a slowly. normal job and just exist in society. That's what he needs to do. Fucking be sober and have a job at a Burger King somewhere. That's yeah. his thing now. That's it. <laughs> Fucking a. Moving right along. Uh, I picked just because these were random songs. I just like the Gypsy Kings. It's fun. So I'm going to play okay. this, and we can just talk about whatever we want to talk about in the background. This will be a nice filler song. Because I'm sure okay, we cool. have stuff... That, I'm sure you have stuff that you would like to talk about on this episode. Um, if you have anything you would like to plug, now would be a good time. This That's is cool. Bomboleo by the Gypsy Kings. Uh, from Volare, the very best of the Gypsy Kings. <laughs> 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 Not this specific song though, but I I've listened to it. Alright. Um, well, for now, the, the dental record stuff has kind of taken a little bit of a backseat just because I'm in school. Can just explain what that is? Yeah, yeah. So, so dental records is my website, my music blog. And, uh, we mostly cover punk rock, but 
will really mostly just in general terms cover anything that's a little bit weird and out there. Um, so whether it's like big band stuff in the vein of like Will Wood or post-hardcore or hardcore ska, ska punk, um, anything under the umbrella of alternative is pretty much fair game. But uh, yeah, so I've been doing that for since, oh God, I guess 2017. So it's been going on for quite a while and um, I'm going back to school now for nursing, so I don't have as much time to dedicate to it as I would like, but uh, whenever the moment strikes me, I do, I do still write for the website. I actually have a new article going up on Friday, so. Oh, sweet. Stoked so on that. Gonna come out, this is actually going to come out after Friday, so by the time this is out, that article will already be out. Okay, cool. So, um... Anything else you got going on? Or just nursing school? That's it. Pretty much just nursing school at this point. Um, now that I got over the hump of moving back to Westchester, um, things have really calmed down. And it's cool, too, because I get to see a lot of old faces that I haven't seen in a long time. And um, see old friends I haven't seen in a long time, such as yourself. Uh... So that's always rad. But uh, I'm kind of just trying to uh, readjust, I guess, to the environment again. Because Long Island really took the fucking wind out of me, dude. <laughs> it's got to be weird. And especially, yeah, after coming from... I mean, I'm sure. I can't imagine. It must have been shitty. Uh, yeah. For sure. I mean, Long Island is basically a strip mall and a highway and a beach. Yeah. And that's it. Well, 4,000 strip malls along a yeah. highway with a beach. Um, but yeah, um, is there a way that people can uh, financially support you via dental records uh, stuff? Uh we accept donations, but, you know, it's kind of one of those things where, like, I I would rather not accept donations at this point just because it wouldn't be fair because I'm not putting out, as, you know, nearly as much content as I would like to right now. Um, but in the future, if it picks up again, we would totally accept donations. That would be rad. Okay. Fair enough. Whether um, it be PayPal or no or whatever. Yeah, 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 definitely. No, I just was wondering if, uh, if, well, yeah, it makes sense that you're not comfortable at the moment taking, uh, mm -hmm. money if you don't feel that you're putting out the content that you could be or sh yeah. should be to be accepting money for it. I get that. Yeah. For sure. Um, so, uh, so yeah, um, I guess that's it because that's the end of the song. So we can go back now. Now we return to the Discover Weeklies. So, yeah. what was next from your Discover Weekly? Next on my Discover Weekly was um, A Better Home by We Are the Union. All right. Cool. So, let's check that out. <laughs> 
What are we looking at here? What is this in the vein of? Um, ska punk. All right, cool. I would say, for the most part, um, and they're pretty rad too. They've always put out some good. For sure. Uh, Scott Two Network on YouTube? Uh, no, I am not. Okay, because the guy who does Scott Two Network is also in We Are the Union, and he does oh, a lot cool. of Scott okay. covers of like popular songs, whether it's like a Billie Eilish song or a Blink One Eighty Two song or whatever. He does Scott covers of like wildly popular songs, and he's incredible. <laughs> Yo, I don't know why you just reminded me of this, but I actually meant to do this on this episode, so I'm glad that you did remind me of this. Have you ever heard of Brass Against? No. Brass Against is this... I... Don't even really know what to call them. They're like... Like a, are they rise again? Against like, ska covers? No, they do, but they do. Bra- they do like brass covers of, um, 
like metal and like alt rock songs. And oh, cool. You know who Sophia Urista is, the vocalist? No. She did this dope cover of The Pot by Tool with them that I'm just going to play. Oh, okay. Real quick, real quick, real quick. It's yeah, not do supposed it. to be part of the episode. Do it, do it. Who are you to wave your finger? You must have been on your head. I hold deep in muddy waters You practically raise the dead Rob the grave to slow the cradle Then burn the evidence Anyway, this is like one of my favorite songs But I really like this song So box, so cards in glass So don't She's a great voice Sign by Degrader off the album Beautiful Lie. I almost said Beautiful Life. This is going to be another fun one. I can guarantee you. That. All right. Um, what do we got? Let's hear it. Trend in Metalcore 2 is like the dork, like, pretend to be hard, but also have like super emo fringes in your shit. It's my yeah. favorite. Like, you know, there's all the elements of a normal, like, g very generic metalcore song. There's, like, panic chords. Mm -hmm. But then it goes into this. Like, oh, melodic breakdown. Oh, my God. 
this is just a breakdown with like a very emo fringe to it, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's all it is. But it's still like a The panic chord is, I believe, my favorite aspect of metal chord. Is it, yeah? It's what pulls me in. When everything else is pushing me away. Is that the end of the song? There's just fucking another 20 seconds of this? <laughs> We're not doing that. No, no, no. Alright. That was Xenosign. Go check out Degrader. They're not that bad. They're pretty good. <laughs> they're not um, that bad. No, they're good. I, I'm sorry. That was me. I, that's not what I mean. They're good. They are. They're a good band. Um, up next, we have one off of your release radar. Mm-hmm. What are you picking? Uh, I gotta look at the list. I'm just moving rooms. So my pick is going to be um, let's check out Materialistic by Remember Sports. Sure. Let's do it. Now, I really like Remember Sports. Um, they're kind of like an indie, punky band. Um, they're a lot of fun. But I haven't actually listened to the song yet, so it'll be a surprise. Okay, so let's hear it. This should be fun. Yeah. Enormous and wide, it would hurt too much this time around. 
songs are actually like, more fun. upbeat than that okay so that's it's that's uncommon that's a that's an outlier right. um they put I out did, I like a, that a lot, album with a single on it called tiny planets mm-hmm. and that was the first song i ever heard by them and they are like way more upbeat than that that must have been like one of their only ballads that they've ever put out Here, let me see. I mean, that was nice. I like that a lot. Um, but let me hear. It. 
great voice. Amazing voice. Yeah, 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 really good. Really good. So this is Discover Weekly? Yeah. Man, it's a real bummer uh, that I got to play this song next. Off my Discover Weekly. <laughs> this is uh, Melt Your Mind by Mutoid Man. I don't know what this is. This is what my Spotify algorithm recommends me. Again, I've never heard this. Oh. Ever. Never heard this. So we're going to see <laughs> how what terrible music my Spotify algorithm is recommending me this week. Okay. It is dad metal. It sounds like Nikki Six, but feel the heat of a fire at your feet, rising up. I want smoke rain at a time. In this life, we all get left behind. Someday, it's gonna work out fine. Take it from me, don't let it melt your mind. Don't let it melt your mind. Dude, is this <laughs> the band that wrote the Pokemon theme song? This is sick, yo! This is like fucking anime hentai music! <laughs> Just replace the lyrics with like fucking Japanese lyrics and it literally sounds like a yeah. song out of like- Have you ever watched One Punch Man? Yeah. You know like the fight scenes in One Punch Man where it's like crazy like fucking Japanese like rock metal fusion music and like the lyrics yes. are obviously all in Japanese but like very triumphant crazy ass lyrics um <laughs> dude this that's what this reminds me of this is hilarious this is very fun check out mutoid man i don't know i'm not gonna like look them up or anything but check them out. um what's next we got released radar for you okay uh it would be um el monstro by we are not our bodies okay let's check that out what are we thinking is this good or bad i mean what are how Give me a give me a give me a heads up here. Um, I don't know much about this band, but I know they're from Westchester. Interesting. Okay, let's check it out. It'll be a surprise.
is that uh, Rodney Rivera used to be in that band. Uh, and he used to work at Slave to the Grind in Bronxville. That was how I knew him. And uh, I know he's no longer in the band, so I don't know who's like singing or writing songs or anything like that, but it's not him. I mean, this is... for what it is. This is uh, Black Nurse by Glassjaw. I don't know if you're a oh. Glassjaw fan or a Glassjaw hater, but I like Glassjaw a lot. I'm a big Glassjaw fan, and this just dropped. This oh, big news! Especially because I'm waiting on a fucking refund for some Glassjaw tickets that I uh, purchased oh. shortly before. Um, the infamous COVID pandemic. Um, but let's of hear course. this new glass jaw and let's see what we think. Cause you are also familiar with the band at least. So that's good. Yeah. Um, what, so do you actually, do you like glass jaw? I like them. Okay. I've seen them play with the youths too. Um, and they put on a really good show. Cool. All right. That's awesome. So we'll sort of be on the same page cause I'm a fan. Um, I mean, I'm a big fan, but I'm a fan, and you're also, you like them, so we'll be sort of on this, coming from this on the same page. Um, yeah.
early glass jar was a very like post hardcore punk like it was like it leaned a little bit harder that way um, and that's really like the glass jar that I fell in love with because I'm like always going to be like a hardcore kid first but I mm-hmm. I found out about glass jar actually through you ever listen to the rapper Cage? no so there's a rapper was like he went from like kind of hood to like like more like alty like indie rap mm-hmm. uh he was part of that like collective like definitive jux there was like a record label that was run by like lp for a little while uh, okay i think they're defunct now but uh, i uh found out about he Daryl Palumbo the vocalist of uh, Glassjaw featured on one of his songs and I was like oh, oh man this guy's voice is kind of cool so I figured out who he was and then looked up his band and then but this is a little more like deftones you know what I mean yeah which I don't necessarily mind to be honest I've always liked deftones too yeah They've put out a lot of really good songs. Sheena Moreno, too. They both have, like, very intriguing and kind of, like, good, like, intriguing in a good way voices. Yeah. Absolutely. I've always liked unique voices. That kind of draws me into songs in the first place, I think, as unique sounding vocals. I did like that. I wish it had changed up a little bit at some point throughout. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I think they figured they had a good enough melody. They wanted to stick with it all the way through. For sure. I just, I, I, when I look at a band that I think of as like an innovative artist, it's like, Mm -hmm tough for me to look objectively at a song of theirs that has like a nice melody or like a nice rhythm and think like oh this was good throughout just as it was and didn't require any innovation throughout you know what i mean right um Mm -hmm. but yeah i like that overall that was pretty good go check definitely go check out glassjaw go give glassjaw money um so maybe give me my money back because i (laughs) concert i paid for um, and it was not cheap. Um, so anyway. no, I'm sure. Uh, up next for you, this should be off of your random. Uh, this would be random songs that I just picked out. Yeah. Uh, this song is super short. It's called "The Benefits of Language." Okay. By Honest Bob and the Factory to Dealer Incentives. Off the album Second and Eighteen. A minute and yeah. thirty-seven seconds long. Clocking in at a whopping a minute thirty-seven seconds. Let's hear it. <laughs> Got some seasoning that I need I just ask you to pass it and you hand it to me And then I can put it on my sandwich This is a benefit of language But when Glinda saw Dorothy fall out of the sky And she didn't know how, she had no idea 
like, are you a good witch or a bad witch? This is a benefit of language. Well, contracting your diaphragm force is a column of air through your larynx and your vocal cords, which can vibrate at one of a number of frequencies. But when you broke my heart and you threw it away, I checked into the hospital the very next day. I asked the doctor for a bandage. This is a benefit of language. But when colorless green ideas sleep furiously, well, it just sounds like bad Bob Dylan to me. There's no deep structure from my vantage. Although syntactically it's language. Yeah, using your lips and your tongue, not to mention your uvula, you can produce many sounds that prevents from together and formed into human speech. Now when I'm feeling hungry, but I don't want to cook, I just sit on my couch and I pick up a book. And then I soon forget I'm famished. Another benefit of language. And when I've got some subject that I hold dear, I just put it in a song and I know that you're here. And then I don't feel so much anguish. The biggest benefit of language, that's right. If it's a benefit, then I'll take ten of it. These are the benefits of language. Hell yeah, dude, that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I actually, I found out about them because they were on uh, one of the Guitar Hero games. <laughs> oh, really? That's what, wait, that's funny. Um, so wait. Yeah. Um, hold on. I'm just trying to figure out where we are in the episode. Um, so, okay. You found out the uh, Guitar Hero, got it. Um, so what, uh, here's the thing. So I know of your music taste, right? I know basically what I know from like what I see on the internet now, because obviously like things are very different from like when we were kids and like all we talked about were like Biggie Smalls and Leftover Crack. Like that's really like all we ever talked yeah. about music wise. And then like. All I would see on the internet was, like, you fucking making, like, bootleg My Chemical Romance merch and, like, getting in trouble for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, like, that's really, like, all I know about your taste in music. But it's interesting because I, you know, I always figured, like, oh, you definitely were, like, for sure, like, a legit punk. Not, like, fuck it. You know, like, there's people who, like, only listen to, like, Blink-182 and, like, fucking, like, you know, like, the All-American Rejects, and they're, like, I'm a punk. And yeah. it's, like, well, but that's not really punk music. Like, I, if you're a punk, that's fine. Like, if you consider uh -huh. yourself part of that lifestyle, that's fine. But that's not punk music that you're listening to, you know what I mean? So I always assume mm -hmm. that you actually have, like, relative, like, punk-leaning taste. Um, uh... But, you know, it's interesting to sort of see it's clear, it clear, it like leaning. Yeah. I mean, it's funny how like everything that's been, that you've selected has been, has let, like lays somewhere sort of in the middle of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With, with and it's one, funny like, too. Cause with like, one, I... like indie outlier, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. And it's funny too, because when, when I lived in Philadelphia, I got so involved in the punk scene. Not to the point where like, you know, you have like the old heads 
you know, right. that have played in a hundred different bands and they've been in the Philly scene for so long. But like I became one of those people that people recognized because they knew that I was a writer and I would write right. about different bands. Right. Um, and just getting sort of that exposure to like a, a, a scene that was more authentic and more uh, genuine than anything else. I mean, coming from Westchester, I mean, there wasn't really much of a music scene. So that was really like my first uh, dive into yeah. a real. I remember going to see Chris uh, at like Chris and his like shitty band from your high school play at a fucking Borders, yeah, a cafe at Borders. Like that yeah, was like our music scene. That was it, or like the Battle of the Bands at the yeah. Center. If you wanted to go to that, but that was it. Right, that or, uh, you know, I know Eastchester had um, what we like to call Rock Against Smiles or Operation Cancer. It was really Operation Smile and Rock Against Cancer, which uh, was all the local high school bands would get together and play a show and it would raise money for all those charities. But it was like the Mags, um there was a band in the grade below us that played a lot. And then there was a band in my grade that I hung around with a lot and they, they would just play covers. Right. I mean, it was one of those things where like no one was really writing original music. I mean, the mags wrote a handful of like original songs, but that was it. Right. Um, everything else, it was just people playing blink 182 covers or relay manifesto covers. That was always, that was always whatever. That was it. And it, you couldn't really go to real yeah. shows in New York because, like, you could only go to shows at places that were, like, all-ages venues. You know what I mean? You couldn't go to, like, real shows. Yeah. Until you were 18. Mm-hmm. And then even when you were 18, you, know, you had to go yeah. to, like, fucking show. There were only a handful of shows that would let you in, you know? Um, especially yeah. for, if like, for people who are into, like, hardcore and metal. It was, like, all the metal venues are bars. You know what I mean? And will not yeah. let you in if you're 18. Mm-hmm. Like, so that's, you're yeah. fucked until you're 21. Moving right along. And you have to travel mad far. Yes. And that's the other thing, right? And it's like unsafe. Now, especially, the thing is, it's crazy. Like, in New York City, it really is like not, it's becoming slightly unsafe now to be like traveling, you know, like alone yeah. as a kid in New York City at night. Is, is rough. You yeah. know what I mean? The subways are a little bit mm-hmm. more dangerous than they used to be. Things are not, like, as good as they were. Yeah. So, like, now, after this COVID shit is over, like, tra- trying to travel to go to a show as a kid from Westchester or from Long Island. I mean, Long Island, you have, like, AMH yeah. and things like that. Um, although, one of them closed, right. right? Revolution closed. Revolution closed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you have places like AMH and, like, smaller venues out on Long Island. But... Still, to go yeah. to a real show, you got to go far to a place that it's not necessarily that safe to go to. Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you're then traveling. Whether it be like if you're trying to go. White Plains or. Right. 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 Um, so, anyway, moving along. What do I have? I guess mine Wasn't is... there the Teen Center too in Scarsdale? There were shows cl- there, right? I think that's gone. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I think that's gone. I think it's been gone for a while. 
Wow. Since we were kids, I think. I think it closed when we were still in high school. Yeah. Did it? Um, I didn't know that. I wasn't sure so, if it was still open or not. So coming up next, I have a, a song by the Jesus Lizard. Uh, this is just a random song that I picked because I thought the name of the band was fun. I don't actually know the band. Or okay, the song. cool. I've never heard it. But it's off of the album Goat.
Groovy, it's weird, it's a little bit funky. I'm into it. I liked it. Um, okay, cool. So that was Monkey Trick by the Jesus Lizard. That was a unanimous like, I think. <laughs> that was, uh, that's a that might be a first for this one episode. of the first. Yeah. Um, so coming up next for you, that should be a roast song next. That's right. Uh, we're going to go with uh, Cinderella Valentine by 616, Bam Margera, and Gas Lipstick. Oof.
just so, straight up butt rock. So, is there? Do you have any backstory for that at all? So, the singer, the band is really just the singer, the main singer. His name is uh, well, he goes by Eden Boy. And I can see him he used on to this, hang around with Sam Margera. Yeah, he he tries his best to be Villa Vallo in the most cringy way. Um, he's obsessed with him, and he became friendly with Sam Margera when he was an alcoholic. And he was like sleeping on his floor and just like being a drunken crazy person. And now he's sober. And he's trying to make this band work. And his main goal is to write a song or be featured on a song with Villa Vallo. And it's pretty sad. Is this recent? It's relatively recent, yeah. Like within the last year. Less than a year. Oh, no. That's that's a... That's bad. That's really bad. It's really, really yeah. bad. I mean, I don't know yeah. what else to say besides that's really bad. Um, <laughs> good Lord. He's from uh, Wisconsin, I believe. West Compton? Um, no, Wisconsin. West Compton. <laughs> no, the so, state of Wisconsin. Got it, got it, got it. Um, so no so um yeah that's really so let me ask you a question because you were on my old podcast but that has been scrubbed from the internet for obvious reasons so can you explain to the people quickly briefly what your sort of involvement is the wrong word because that makes it sound like you fucked him but what your um, relationship is to my expertise? Bam! Yeah, your what? What your expertise? Why your expert area of expertise is Bam Margera? Um, I think it really dates back to when I was in about fourth or fifth grade. And my dad at the time was like a really horrible alcoholic. And uh, the way that we would be able to bond despite his problems was by watching Jackass and Viva La Bam. And um, that just became a huge staple of my childhood in a big way. And um, ever since then, I, I guess, you know, in some ways, I thought that what was most fascinating about him was the fact that he came from such a humble background, you know, like his mom was a hairdresser and his father was like a baker, but not even a baker. Like he worked as an Acme and he would heat up frozen bread. Like he wasn't even a a real baker. (laughs) Um, And yet he managed to break out of like this, small town in Pennsylvania and become a household name. And, the you know, 
in a way, he created viral videos before viral videos was like even a buzzword. Um, so you have things like TikTok and Vine that you should be thanking Bam Margera for because that like silly prank stuff was like his whole thing. Right. Um, I mean, that's sort of. So yeah, and then ever since then, I just I just kind of developed a stupidly big knowledge base about him. No, I mean it's true what you're saying. Like the um, sort of the advent of the viral video. You're absolutely right. Is rooted in Jackass and Bam Margera and you know that whole group. Um, Mm -hmm. it is pretty fascinating because it's not, uh, it's not something often thought of, you know? No. Um, no, people kind of just see him as like some big asshole. And in a way he is still some big asshole, but, um, I think there's a lot more to him that can be explored that is yet to be explored too. Definitely. Also though, could be considered some big asshole. Yes. Anyway. Big time. <laughs> I think I I think I got a pretty rough one coming up next. Okay. It's Riff Raff. And Yellow Wolf. <laughs> and Ronnie J. Oh god. It is. Oh no. Million dollar mullet. Dollar mother talking Ted DiBiase. I'ma disappear, come back with eight watches, AP watches. Watch this, Prada paparazzi. I'ma live my life, Miami Vice fell false. I'ma sip lean, you gon' tattletale while I'm sliding down Tearwell. I'ma shine blaze like a chef. Yo, conin' the barbarian style jewels on my neck. It's the white wide cliff, got a brick on my shelf, and I did it by myself. Uh. You got a complaint, leave it at the front desk Shoot it through like Tony Dell Yeah, my girl brought a girlfriend Made my heart melt More mo, mo, mo diamond pointers than a Roosevelt elk Yeah, mine's crystal clean Yearn look like skin melt Stop asking all them questions You gon' wrinkle up myself uh, I'm in Shanghai with the top down Raspberry Roger Clemens Throwing 90 off the mound is this Riff Raff? I know this isn't. I think it's Riff Raff. Instead of worrying about me, you need to get your stocks up. <laughs> Yo, I'm a three wheel in a dosing Gabbana truck. Look into the mirror and then wipe down all the drama. You got another baby mama while I'm chasing a third comma. Still finding who I am. Left hand hologram. Right hand on. This has got to be a Riff Raff because she's not making any the cell of the white Mayweather. 40k yesterday, but it's gonna get better. Uh, orange sapphires that look like sunsets. Uh, I'm a jewel collect like Johnny Quest. This is pretty bad. Collect call from
from who? I Why you ain't been in more movies than Johnny Depp? Johnny deep, deep pockets. I don't flip so much cheese. Should apply to Johnny Rockets. Overqualified, overqualified. Hold a lot. Oh, this is Yellow Wolf. This is the fucking guy that everybody says is good. Can we judge him? Yeah, yeah, this sucks. I feel like he's trying way too hard. And also, like, do you remember, like, when rap that was considered good, like, actually was good? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I remember when, like, in order for rap to qualify as good, it had to be, like, good. It wasn't just, like, oh, are you hitting a bunch of syllables really fast? Like, this guy's not really doing I remember, like... I remember middle school, like Fat Joe was the thing. Uh, same as like Lil Wayne and stuff. And Dude, Fat Joe. I always joke about Fat Joe because uh, he's like a Puerto Rican, but like so I am in show business. The show part of that is that creative part, and the business part of that is City National Bank. Yeah. Together, whoa, whoa. we've climbed the ladder of more ambitious ideas becoming reality. Do you hear that? Did you just yeah. fucking hear that? Yeah. What the fuck was that? I don't know. Alright, I mean, alright. Uh, fucking ghosts, <laughs> I guess. So that song was fucking terrible. <laughs> and, uh, it created yeah. a specter in my fucking home. So I'm gonna go ahead and just immediately stop talking about it. Say, if you want to go check Riff Raff out, go check him out. But, Jesus Christ, no more ghosts, please. You have a song next on your his, his Twitter. His Twitter back in the day used to be really funny. Who? Riff Raff's Twitter. His Twitter oh, used to be really funny. Yo, I thought you were going back to talking about Fat Joe. Um. Oh no no no. <laughs> uh. Because I was gonna say I've never seen what his Twitter was like. Now I'm excited. Uh. Um, you should definitely check it out. But yeah, he's big. He's a big supporter of Puerto Ricans being allowed to say the N word, which like I'm not sure if that's cool or not. But he thinks he for yeah. sure thinks it is, and he by the way is aggressively not colored at all. Like he's very, no, very, very no. white, extremely white. Yeah. Um. Very light skinned. Yeah. So. Uh, so yeah, but. To be honest, though, Fat Joe, not a terrible rapper back in the 90s. I don't know what he's no. like doing in the 2000s, no. but back in the 90s, not a bad rapper. Like, back when he was rapping with Big Pun, decent. That, yeah. And then uh, I'll, I'll never forget Lean Back. I mean, what a great song. Do the rock away. 
Lean back. Lean back. Uh, Good times. That was with uh, Lil John, right? That was, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, you have a you have a song now off of your Discover Weekly. Again, we're going back to that. Yeah. What are we picking? What's our pick? Oh, we only have one left. So it's got to be which one of these yeah. is it? Ohio is for lovers. By Hawthorne Heights. Okay. Are you a uh, yeah. Hawthorne Heights fan? Not really, no. I think I owned one CD that I got at Bamboozle one year at one of their booths. Okay. But I never listened to it. Are you expecting to enjoy this? No. And I know the song, too, and I think it's ironic that it's on my Discover Weekly because it's actually probably their most famous song ever, and I'm familiar with it. I don't know why it was on my Discover oh, Weekly. So, so, but you do but, know the song. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's bad. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, where, oh, what are we doing here? Uh, but okay, let's hear. Yeah. Ohio is for lovers by <laughs> Hawthorne Heights. <laughs> hey there I know it's hard to feel Like I don't care at all Where you are and how you feel With these lights off as This reminds me of, like, because I used to listen to shit like this, like, unironically. Like, Silverstein and fucking, mm-hmm. like, Alisana and yeah. fucking Chiodos and shit. Like, yeah. this is so cringy. It's unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> but it's funny that you bring up Chiodos because I was listening to them um, a couple weeks ago. Those songs still hold up. Don't get me wrong. Chiodos I still listen to occasionally. And like Fall of Troy I still listen to. Yeah. A lot of those bands I still occasionally listen to and some of the songs hold up. But a lot of those bands I will listen to and I'm like, ugh, these songs do not hold up. Like, wow, these are bad. Yeah. Alisana's one of those. Where Alisana, I'll listen to all the Alisana songs and I'm like, oh, I used to think this was good. Like, holy shit, bro. Yeah. Chiodos, it's funny, because back in the day, 
I used to prefer Alessana to Chiodos, and now, the reverse, like, I will still listen to Chiodos, but Alessana is a hard pass. Yeah, yeah, I can see why. Wait, oh, I <laughs> there you go. <laughs> This is, by the way, what Under Oath does. I don't know. This is the music that Under Oath makes now. Yeah, I know. It's a shame. <sighs> All right. Well, that but I was, was just going to say, I don't know why this came up as my Discover Weekly. <laughs> it's because you listen to Under Oath, and they don't, when you listen to a certain band, they don't distinguish what, like, time period of that band you listen to. They just recommend what other people. So, like, I only listen to Under Oath like pre they're only chasing safety. And yeah. they still recommend me shit like like 68 and like shit like that. that like no, like I don't want to listen to. No, 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 no. But you know, <laughs> that's what happens. I uh I have a really, really fun one. Cause this came up on my Discover Weekly okay. and I was like, oh my god. So I was listening to like a lot of old Snoop Dogg, like old, like 1993, okay. like, like gin and juice Snoop Dogg, like G funk era Snoop Dogg. That shit's awesome. Mm-hmm. But now I get yeah. recommended new Snoop Dogg. So I wanted to listen to some new stuff. I've never listened to this before. I've never listened to any new Snoop Dogg ever. So I want to... Right. With with an old friend, I wanted to listen to <laughs> some new Snoop Dogg. Oh, okay. so this is CEO by Snoop Dogg, which was released, by the way, just so we can establish. This was released. This past week. Oh, wow. Back like I never left in this motherfucker spitting rhymes till my last breath. Snoop Dogg in the building, yes, y'all. Line them up, barbershop, fade them all. Watching the game from the halls of fame. I'm balling, main. I boss up back in this thing. Believe me, bro. You want to stick around and see this show. See me go, Snoop Dogg, CEO. Proceed to capitalize. I'm back with my guy, slapping the five. Making more hits to slapping your trunk. They know this is gangsta funk. Take your risk and get what you want. Fuck with this, I figured he won't. Figured he line. I'm a cold. Here's my problem. 
I have a, a very serious issue with Snoop Dogg referring to himself as the CEO of anything. He's just like an old rapper. That's what he Oh. Yeah. How many niggas you shot? How much money you got? And do you really post up on the block? I do like the G Fuck sense. So, like, do, 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 that shit. I do like that. Yeah. Shit. Only boss niggas that I'm with. Still no talking for my bitch. Slick nigga, but don't slip. You don't want to be on the wrong side of that bullshit. I think he does a little bit. Yeah. Ambitions of a rider, Machiavelli tip, sitting back, let it rip. I'm on a private island, million on a trip. Level up, niggas don't move till I tell them what it is. I'm about to blow this whole label up. You dig? I got a plan to change up the game. It's big. Listen close and follow me. I'm about to tell you how it's about to be. Check the game and the pedigree. I'm the same nigga from the beach, with more knowledge and more game. The best we real talk, nigga preach. Back up in this motherfucker, tell me how you feel now. Yeah, this is pretty good, to be honest. I do think Snoop Dogg still has got it. I do have a couple, I take issue with a couple things, like I said. CEO is a rough title to claim. Yeah. Um. But his flow is still there. Right, yeah, the flow is tight. And I like the beat. Like, I think it's a, an appropriate Snoop Dogg beat. I also don't... I like that Snoop Dogg is not s pretending that he's, like, a murderer anymore. Like, he's not, like... Yeah. <laughs> then come with the cash and move the stash. And not like, nobody's getting shot by Snoop Dogg. We all know, like, he's on a show with Martha Stewart and shit. Right. So, like, I'm glad he's not doing yeah. that stuff anymore. Because nothing makes me more upset than when a rapper goes, like mainstream and then still is like but I will still shoot you and it's like no but you won't though like you won't though exactly like you won't and you don't know he anyone knows better that than will. that so sorry right um <laughs> but this is fun I like this this is a nice little club club song Snoop Dogg see what's uh, the name of the song again CEO. CEO. Chief right. Executive Officer. Snoop Dogg. The, I guess he might actually be the CEO of a company. So maybe he can actually claim the title of CEO. He may very well be a real CEO. He could be. But on to... Nothing shocks me anymore. But on to you. Jesus. But on to your, uh, your pick. You have one more, I think. Okay. No, two more. You have two more. Two more. You have, uh, um, a roast song. I have Teenage Dirtbag by Weedus. Yeah. This is Release Radar? Or. This is a random song. Random. Got it. Okay. Cool. Let's do it. Yeah.
didn't realize this was <laughs> off a Dawson's Creek soundtrack. I've heard this song. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny, in the music video, that guy from uh, American Pie, he stars in the video. <laughs> really? That's funny. I also like yeah. that every, uh, every vocalist, every female vocalist from back in that day was like trying to be Sarah McLaughlin a little bit. Like, they always had that little, yeah. that odd, like, twingy quality to their vocals when they were singing melodically. It's very odd. I don't know what that was. Mm -hmm. This though is not bad. I like this song. I mean, I know this song. It's a famous song. I like this song. Yeah. It's definitely fun. But the singer is a guy, by the way. Huh? What? The guy who's singing? That's a guy. That's a guy? Yeah. That's not a guy. You're lying. I'm serious. There's no way. He's from North Port Long Island. Hold on. <laughs> I feel mean <laughs> right now. And I feel like... Oh, wow. Wait, hold on. Are you sure? There's a couple chicks in this band. It's all and this dudes. does not sound like a man. <laughs> okay, alright. This sounds like several people singing, is what it sounds like. All at once. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it has that layered vocal, but it's a dude. That's a man? Yeah. That's upsetting, because I feel like I <laughs> don't ordinarily misgender vocalists. So, sorry, guys. <laughs> My bad. 
Well, he was intentionally going for the female vocal vibe. and uh, Well, he nailed it. Yeah, that's a dude. Good, he uh, did. Good, good work. Good work. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> so up next for me, my random song is... Well, wait, why'd you pick that song? I've been listening to a lot recently. I don't know why. Um, it wasn't a song that I particularly liked when it came out back in like the late 90s. But uh, it grew on me recently for some reason. I think I it came up as like a YouTube video I should watch. I watch a lot of music videos on YouTube. And uh, I watched it and I was like, oh, I actually really like this song. <laughs> I started listening to it more and more. Um, and now, you know, there's actually a, a documentary on YouTube about the making of the song, which was fascinating as well. So is there worth really? checking out. Okay, interesting. It, 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 can, do you want to plug that channel so people know where to go? I don't know if it was Vice or... Let me just double check. Because there was like a behind the song thing. I just want to double check. While you double check, I'll start playing the song that I was going to play. Um, okay, I... it was it was Trash Theory. Trash Theory. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So everybody go check that out. Uh if you did or did not like that song, I'm sure it's fascinating either way. Um, <laughs> no, I'm serious. Yeah. I mean, it's like, listen, I, because, as a result of the show, I like look into a lot of stuff that I like am not really super into, right? Like I last week had mm -hmm. to do like a dive into like Typo Negative, which is like a band that like, oh. I didn't really, I liked at they're very early stages when they were like a punk rock band and then they immediately turned into like a new wave goth band and I was out. You know what yeah. I mean? Like was not into it. But because I was doing a doom metal episode and they have like heavy like doom metal influence, I decided to include them anyway. So it's fascinating to like and and you learn like interesting stuff when you go like and look into bands. So it's it is it's fascinating even if you're not into you know, a band to go look at, to go check out their music. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keeping it moving. Um, my next track is uh, Long Legged Larry by Aesop Rock. It's a random one, but I picked it because it's a new release and I was not going to have time to plug it before it was not a new release anymore. So, check it out. It's dope. <laughs> I haven't actually heard it, but I'm sure it's dope. I don't know. With a body length of about 20 centimeters, bullfrogs are the largest frogs in North America, as well as the champion jumpers. Long-legged Larry was a frog at the pond. Jump so high, might miss him while he gone. Jump over anything, even King Kong. Jumping Jack Flash was his favorite song. Now once upon a time there was a cat in a tree. Chased the squirrel up, been stuck since three. The fireman came, said it's too high for me. It's too high. How's that cat gonna ever get free? 
Young Jack Turner was a staple on the block Said he knew about a frog with an XL The neighbors started laughing, but Jackie wouldn't stop Ran off, came back, guess who we got? Well, it was long-legged Larry didn't open his mouth Like a rocket to the moon through a cumulus cloud Touchdown safe, laid a scaredy cat on the ground If you listen real close, you can still hear the crowd Go Larry, go Larry is this a song about a frog that can huh? Yeah, it is. The song yeah. rules. <laughs> Larry doesn't care. Jump so high, grow a beard in the air. Jump over anything, even Times Square. Yelling long-legged Larry for mayor. Here, here. Now once upon a time, there was a princess in a cell. In the tower of a castle, through a forest on a hill. Half the men that ever sought her out had fallen ill. All the men that ever tried to climb the wall had fell. Handful gather at the base of the place. Each claim way braver than the bravest you faced. Bunch of dingbats yapping about saving the day. But wait, a silhouetted amphibian facing the haze. Well, it was long-legged Larry on the back of a steed. Leapt up, yelling Jordan, kissed the girl on the cheek. Touchdown safe, showed a lady back to her peeps. If you listen real close, you can still hear the streets. Go Larry, go Larry, go, go, go Larry. on the case jump so high pluck a star out of space jump over anything even salt lake jump into the mosh pit jump out of a cake now once upon a time there was a circus in town some went Dude, this is fucking hilarious yeah this is just like an exercise in like showing off rhyming skills like it's gotta just be like an exercise in showing off rhyming skills that you can just rhyme about like you know, the stupidest shit like a frog yeah. Or maybe it has like a super yeah. deep meaning and I'm being very offensive right now. But... I think it's just about a frog. <laughs> it could just be about a frog. I don't know. The cover art is very interesting. If you want to just quickly look it up, it's very like. I'm sure you can Oh, there's a, mu- a claymation music video of the jumping frog. Oh, That's I awesome. see that. Well, everybody should definitely <laughs> go check that out. But the album art's pretty dope. I don't know why there's like a poodle. Yeah, it is. Or why long-legged Larry seems to have like a very big beard. I don't know. Well, There's a poodle. There's a princess. A squirrel, a cat. There's a lot going on. Go, Larry. Anyway, we got three songs left. Go, Larry. So let's get. Well, we got two songs left, and then we got an outro song that we'll just play to take us out. Um. Yeah. But uh. But yeah, man. Um. So next, you got one track left, and it's a bummer. I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so, right. I'll give you the pleasure of announcing what we're about to listen to. Okay. It is the song is called Chase Me by the band CKY off of their latest EP Too Precious to Kill, which was a disaster by the way. When did this drop? 
Oh, 2019? Um, Whoa. Yeah. No way. This is going to be wild, yep, yep, isn't yep. it? Oh. And a twist. I don't know how familiar you are. What was that? I'm not sure how familiar you are with CKY, but the original singer, Darren, is no longer in the band. So it's Chad, the guitarist, who is singing on this track. I'm not familiar with them at all. I've heard like one or two songs. Why is this okay. like... This is fucking horrible. Why are they like... Were they a glam rock band? Did I like miss that? About Never. Them? Never. So what the fuck is this? Darren left the band and Darren was the one who wrote all the songs. He wrote all the guitar riffs. He wrote all the lyrics. He did all the singing. And, you know, they're kind of lacking everything interesting about them now that he's no longer in the band. Well, this is definitely interesting, I'll say. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just, you know, not... I don't know. I mean, it's rough. This is rough. This is really it's rough. very rough. Um, I mean, I guess let's, let's finish it. Album art, by the way, is that woman holding a snake? Is that what that is? Or is that just her top? I think so. It looks like a snake. I, I can't be too sure. Hmm. Oh, it's over. Well, mine's a bummer also, so it's okay. But, you know, listen. <laughs> I said, uh, we, uh, this is all, like, in good fun to, like, be making fun of these bands and stuff. But, like, at the end of the day, go support all the artists for sure, obviously. Um, yeah. Any... All musicians are struggling right now. So whether or not, if you don't like them, obviously don't give them money. But if you heard anything that you happen to like, go give the artist money somehow. Pay for music, pay for yeah. merch. Do Go support musicians in some way. Um, and try to do it in a way that gives less money to their labels and their representation and more money to them personally. Um, yes. Yeah. Because that's really what's important. Um, so yeah. My track is by a band called Red Fang. It's a fun little stoner doom metal track. But uh, the reason why I'm playing it is because it has like 
there's a vocalist, Mike Sheet, who's on it, and his voice is real funny. And so I just want you to get a, mm. get a kick out of his voice. <laughs> without need for epicness it's like because you know like really what is it is like music about like getting high and like that's really it like that's the whole thing dude like i know this, <laughs> this band has like a song the music video is them just like they get into beef with like a bunch of larpers and they build like LARP suits out of beer cans and go and like beat the shit out of LARPer kids. Like that's like a no. And then, but it's like, but like the the shit is so like this is so over the top. Like yeah, it is. The the melodic. Like the melodic weirdness, the like. So 
so I talked about the this guy's band, Mike Sheet, on the last episode that I did, the Doom Metal episode. His band puts out like these like eighteen minute long, like epic fucking like things. So I think he's used to like that. So he's trying to do that on like a six minute like song about like smoking weed. <laughs> and I don't think that's how things work. I don't think that's how things work. No, no, you're right. Like, okay, it sounds like the song's about to end, right? You would think. There's seven minutes left. Or not, yeah. I'm sorry, three minutes left, not seven. Well, no, I should correct myself. Closer to two. <laughs> It did just get kind of fun, though. And, like, not super <laughs> repetitive. of the vocal but everything else is pretty rough no he's the vocals throughout the ending of the song have been garbage I don't know what the fuck happened yeah they were way <laughs> better at the beginning even when I was like they're corny they were. at the beginning but they were still way better yeah yeah, yeah. oh What's this? Is this still the same song? Yes. Oh. I mean, I don't play out that's fucking ridiculous it's super long and there's no reason it just seems like it's that till the end <laughs> fuck all right well this has been fun um always this fun was a, this was a good episode dude this was fucking uh listen it's funny because i brought chris on expecting his episode to go way more the way this one went which was like mm way more like punk rock and like upbeat and then he brought like a lot of like indie and like odder stuff um okay but this was a lot of fun this was like because i really like punk music so like i don't I, and, mm-hmm. and i also really like to make fun of bad music that's the thing is i love yeah it. Even music that I like, I like to recognize how bad it is and shit. Like, 
Dude, I was just having a conversation last night because we were at the bar, at this bar, and I was with my girlfriend and her friend. And her friend, they were talking about playing music like Blink-182 and like shit mm-hmm. like that. Like like, like pop punk and like emo pop punk at bars. Yeah. And I was like, kind of a no-go, dude. You can't really like... But you're gonna piss people off. Like you can't be doing that. Yeah. You know. But and they were like, "Why?" And I was like, "Cause it's bad music." And they're like, "What do you mean it's bad music?" And I was like, "Don't get me wrong. I like it, but objectively, it isn't good. You know what I mean? Like it's not good. Yeah. So yeah. Like we can't sit here and pretend that it's good. Um, yeah." So it's fun to like sit here and make fun of, you know, like that song that we were just listening to. I actually like that song a lot, but it's funny to sit here and be like, dude, the vocals at the end of that song are fucking terrible. What the hell? (laughs) Um, And that is also why I wanted to have you on here, because I know you're you're extremely comfortable being like, yo, fuck this. If you're not a fan, you're comfortable being like, fuck this shit. Well, yeah, and I, I firmly believe that all music and I mean all music is bad in some way. Right. All of it. Right. Well, like, I think... there's no such thing as one artist that is, like, the pinnacle of amazing. Like, right. all of it sucks somehow. Right. There's no perfect artist. And also, <laughs> like, everything is subjective. And beyond that, like... I don't know. I, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, everything does suck, for sure. Like, there's Mm -hmm. nothing that is, there is nothing, there is no perfect artist, right? There's no, like... No. There's no fucking... There's no music that will please everyone. Yeah. Um, Like, I'm obsessed with My Chemical Romance, but I totally understand why there are people out there who fucking hate My Chemical Romance. And it's like... Well, and I have to... I have to accept that as, like, a metal fan. Like, dude, metal sucks, objectively. Like, people don't like it as a genre. It's, like, loud and noisy and obnoxious. So, like, I have to get that. I have to recognize people's people's frustrations with my shitty taste in music. Um, (laughs) So, why don't you lead us into this outro song? Uh, What is this? Okay. And why did you pick it as our outro? So, um... This guy, his name is Ross, he reached out to me sometime last year, and uh, it was actually right before the pandemic hit, and he was like, oh, you know, I I really want to share my music with you, I kind of have a really interesting story to tell, so anyway, long story short, he, uh, he was like a really hardcore heroin addict and drug addict and alcoholic for a really long time, and he got sober last July. And since then, he's been writing a lot of, like, folk-punky songs, pop-punky songs, like, sort of in that realm. And uh, he put out the single called I'm Keeping the Nintendo, and there's something about it. I barely know what it's about, but there's something really catchy about this song, and uh, I think people would like it if they heard it more. All right, cool. So we'll close on that. Yeah. We're not going to talk about it because we're just going to let it play out the end of the episode. But uh, mm-hmm. you guys enjoy this. If you'd like it, obviously go check it out. And uh, that's that.
You guys have a good night. Hey, this is K-Cock Radio. We got the new adolescent tragedy track, I'm Keeping the Nintendo. It sounds something like this. She said she's leaving L.A. And going to San Francisco Bay. She fucking hates my guts and all she's leaving me is pain. I'm keeping